Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back. We are here for another episode, and today we are talking about how to move forward, how to move forward boldly, courageously, faithfully, knowing that we are moving in the right direction for God's will over our life. How do we know that we're moving in the direction that is most expansive for us, that is most in alignment for where God wants us to go, where God wants to use us, use our gifts, use our talents, and... um, I know this is a big one, especially everybody that's listening to this podcast. I know you guys are listening because you know you're created for more. You know in your soul you're meant for more, and you have a desire to make sure that you are fulfilling God's purpose over your life. And um, so this is something that I struggled with myself for many, many years, probably most of my life. I can honestly say I've come out of this. It's something that I really help my clients hash out today. You know, I'm working with leaders, men and women, leaders who are really birthing something new, new ways of leading, you know, combining their God-given gifts with their passions and their purpose and moving forward boldly, you know, launching new things out into the world. And we don't get here by accident. We get here intentionally. And so I want to unpack a little bit about that today, about really like leaning into taking bold action And how do you know? I'm going to give you some specific things for how to know that you are moving in the right direction and which gift, like which way, which gift, how are you supposed to get your God-given gifts out into the world? Maybe you don't even know what they are. Uh, I want to unpack that. And let's just start here, okay? So first of all, I want to talk about what I see. I see a lot of people being presented with opportunities opportunities, potentials, you know, whether it's an intuitive pull on your heart, little doors, opportunities opening up, whether it's real estate projects, business opportunities, opportunities to speak, to move to a new city. It doesn't matter, but there's doors opening. And I often see people paralyzed, right? Kind of just frozen for a minute, praying about something that they have already been given direction on. So I see people praying and asking for direction and asking other people for advice and asking for counsel. And the reality is they're asking for things they have already been given answers to. And they're in doubt. They're in doubt, right? And the doubt is actually what creates more confusion. And the hesitation is actually what blocks the flow. I just want to unpack that for a minute. There might be something in your life right now that you have been maybe praying about, about, writing about, journaling about, meditating on, and intuitively in your spirit, in your heart, you already know the answer. 
Let's just be honest. You already know the answer of whether or not you should stay in the relationship. You already know in the depths of your soul whether or not it's time to move on from this position, to start a new business, to you know reorganize your executive team. Like you already know if you're being called to move, whatever the thing is. The thing is that we get caught up because we fall into the trap of doubt, of not trusting the inner voice, of not trusting, and maybe we're having challenge, challenging time discerning what is the voice of the spirit versus the voice of our flesh, right? Our ego, that's for real. So we get into this doubt or we don't move when we are called to move. We might get a ping of inspiration. We might get a ping of direction and it will know because you guys, here's the thing. When, when the spirit moves, there is an undeniable clarity to it. There is an undeniable power to it. And there is just an undeniable knowing. And that knowing does not last like It's not like a lingering knowing that's just sort of there and the power does not stay. When the spirit moves, it's like you can feel the presence in that moment. You feel this like powerful presence for a moment, just kind of boom, wash over. You have this like the inspiration that hits. It's like it might be like a ping of excitement, but energetically and spiritually, something moves in you and around you. And we got to move when the spirit is strong, right? When, when we feel that level of clarity, because here's what happens. It's like, I talk a lot about being in flow state. Flow state is like listening to a song or music, right? I love T.D. Jakes was the one who originally presented this concept and I thought it was so great. So I'm completely repeating what he said, but he used, you know, the idea of being in flow, being like a song. You're listening to a song and there's a rhythm and there's a beat to the music, right? And the reason the music flows is because there's a beat to it. So whether you're dancing to it, you're dancing to the beat, you're moving in rhythm with the beat, the beat of the spirit. And whenever we hesitate, you know, I've said in the past, hesitation is disobedience to the spirit. Yes. And what he said that I loved was hesitation is actually blocks the flow of the spirit moving. Now you actually interrupted receiving. You interrupted the flow state that was happening, the way things, the divine order, the divine orchestration that was happening, things were coming to you. And because you didn't say yes when it was time to say yes, because you don't move when it's time to move, you actually interrupt the beat. And now the beat gets confusing and it doesn't sound the same and it's harder and things become, there's more resistance and more friction. And you don't only interrupt the beat for yourself, the receivership, but you actually block the flow of what was meant for not only you, but everybody else in the process as well. We're actually kinking up the process. And this is the thing. I talk a lot about divine orchestration, divine timing, and divine order and flow state. Because when we're in flow, there is a divine order. There is a divine timing. There is a divine orchestration. And everything is like a symphony, right? To be in harmony, to be in symphony and in this um, you know, synchronized relationship with our soul, with God, with everything that's happening around us to really move in this synergy. It is a harmonious beat and a pulse of living. And so every time we start hesitating, we kink up the beat. 
So if you're living in your life right now and you're feeling like, Christine, I don't know, my life does not feel like a whole lot of flow state. My life feels like an orchestra that's got some bad music going on. You know, I, I kind of move and flow one day and then it sounds like totally crazy the next day. It does not sound harmonious most of the time. I would ask you, how much time are you spending in hesitation? When you feel the beat of the call of the spirit, when you feel the intuitive nudges, when you have that sense of power wash over you, how quickly do you move or do you hesitate? How much time are you spending in hesitation rather than moving? And so this is important because sometimes the opposite happens is we don't necessarily hesitate. We're actually trying to rush the beat. We're in, we, we feel that there's a timing. We feel that there's an order. We feel a sense to slow down, to pull back. And actually we get impatient. We don't like the pace of things going on in our life. So we start trying to rush the process. And that also messes with the beat. That also causes disharmony. That causes disorganization of the natural timing, the natural order of things. So here we are. Both things can cause a kink in the flow, my loves. Both things can cause a kink. Number one, the doubt, the hesitation, the inaction when it's time to move. This can look like a lot of things. It can look like stopping to ask for advice from all the wrong people, inviting unwise counsel in. It can look like asking and praying and asking and praying for the same thing that we've already been given clear direction on. And now we're like going because we're like, well, I don't necessarily like the answer I got or it wasn't enough for me or I want more. And so we become dissatisfied in doubt And now we're going back saying, oh my God, let me double check. God, is that what you said? Give me a sign. Give me another sign. And it's like, look, I already gave you the answer. I've already given you the answer. Now move, move in the direction I called you. The other side again is, well, I don't like your timing, right? I don't like your timing, God. I don't like the divine order. That's like trying to, you know, dump way too much fertilizer on a crop. You're going to burn everything out. So there is an element of respecting the timing and the order here that gets to happen. And there's an element of moving swiftly when it's time to act. I'm curious where you've been. Are you in the flow or do you feel like your flow is not really fluid? Where do you tend to go? Maybe do both. We both, we all do both, right? But this conversation is really about how do I get more of my life in step with the rhythm and the beat of divine timing and divine order? So that's the first thing I want to discuss. I think a lot of times that hesitation, the hesitation to move comes into play because we don't trust. We don't trust a couple things. Ultimately, we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust the voice that we're hearing. We don't really trust God to take us into the unknown. But here's the thing. I love the book of Proverbs. You know, I love the book of Proverbs because the book of Proverbs is like a book of wisdom, like unlike other, right? There's so much divine instruction in there. Proverbs 3, 6 says, trust, trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. See, I think a lot of times we're hesitating because we're all tripped up in the how. We want to make sure that we're putting our foot in the right place and we're not messing things up. And it can be so easy 
to start messing everything up when we're actually moving from this place or not moving from this place of fearing messing everything up. Because in this moment, we're not trusting in God. We're actually trying to trust too much in ourselves, in our own decision. We're trying to trust too much in where we're placing our feet, in all of our skills, in all of our knowledge, in all of our achievements, in all of the credentials we have. I believe that we start messing up when we're putting too much emphasis in what we know and what we've accomplished and what we're bringing to the table and not enough in what his divine knowledge, his divine wisdom, his the, 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 the wisdom that surpasses all understanding. When I don't lean in just on my own, but I lean in on him, I take all, I take a huge amount of burden and weight off of myself having to be the one to figure every step out. And I can go literally in this dance moving forward going, I'm not going alone. I am not doing this on my own understanding. By the way, when I record these podcasts, I am not doing this by my own words. I do not sit here and prepare everything out in this perfect outline for you. Literally how I record these podcasts and how I I create is I often will be inspired through journaling or through a client, you know, conversation we're having or something that's come up in my own life with my kids, my husband. And then I will have the intuitive ping to share a podcast on this. Before I record, I just pray. I pray that the Holy Spirit would take over, would speak through me to you, that whatever message needs to hit you would come. And we come into this like union on this podcast where I become the vessel and I become the voice. I submit myself to something greater, which is the voice of the Spirit working alive in me and through me. And I just let it rip. You know, I have a couple notes. I have a couple notes here that I look off to the side, a couple bullet points that I want to make sure I come back to and I hit. But it is definitely a collaborative project. And I cannot tell you how freeing it is to create from this place where I'm really moving in step with the the leadership and the guidance of the spirit. And of course I bring gifts into it. I bring my energy. I bring my wisdom. I bring in wisdom. I bring insight. I bring my skills and my expertise to the table. But that stuff I can do in my sleep, right? That stuff is easy. But the the marriage that happens when I begin to co-create with the spirit is something completely new and way more powerful as birth. So, you know, here's the first thing I would say is as you're moving forward and you're building things in your business, in your life, in your marriage, you're moving forward into your vision. Are you really moving forward as a co-creator or are you still trying to do everything by your own way? I mean, you can do it your way, but I'm here to tell you, it's a lot funner. It's a lot more life-giving when we do it. God's way, and we are used as a vessel, and we really co-create. So I want to say this. That's number one. The second thing is, you know, as we're leaning into, and we have sometimes fear about, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decision? Should I be with this person? This is one that comes up a lot. Should I be in this relationship with this person? And we're trying to figure it all out in our head. First of all, you can't make... you know, an emotional, a relationship is not a logical decision. It is an emotional, energetic, spiritual decision. It is a commitment. It is a devotion. It is a choice. And it's more than one that you can logically think your way into. So how do we know when we're moving into the right, into God's will for our life? 
or we're moving against his will and we're trying to force things. Well, again, I say, you know, when, when we hear these things like trust in the Lord with all of your heart or Proverbs 16, nine says in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. I would invite you to check your heart. In our hearts, we are called to plan our course, but the Lord establishes our steps. So I, I always think back to this as like, let me check my heart, God. Let me check the seeds, the vision, the dreams, the desires that are deep in my heart, not the superficial ones that, okay, I need to, I don't want to be alone right now. I just want somebody to fill the time with. I want a companion. I just need to fix this problem at work. I need to put out this fire. But what are the seeds? What are the dreams, the vision that's been in your heart that has been consistent over time? I said it in a previous podcast, but you know, the seeds, the visions, the dreams that we've had are not new to us this year. They've been around for decades, decades. In some shape or form, they have been around in decades. These things are consistent. So when you check your heart and you move from the intention and the God-given desires, the righteousness that's in your heart, the righteousness is like just the right the right place inside of your heart. When, we, when our heart is in the right place, truly. The right place is there not only to serve me, not only to glorify me, not only to get my needs met, but the, the right place in my heart is there. And it says, you know what? This thing is something, it's for more than me. This thing that I desire, this dream that I've been having, it's not just there to serve me. It's there to serve something so much greater than me. It's there to multiply, not only myself, but everyone that comes into contact with me. Whether it's a home, whether it's a new business launch, whether it's an experience you want to have, I always say, like, let me check my heart. How is this just to serve me or is this going to serve multitudes? Is this going to just benefit me? Let me check my heart and let me see, is this thing really going to benefit just me, give me instant pleasure and gratification, or is this going to bring pleasure and delight and wonder and awe to others? Is it going to open up just my world, or is by this opening up for me going to open up the world of my children, of many others? Like really in our hearts, we know the answers to this. So I would check that and say, Lord, in my heart, let me just check this because I believe that we are called to move from the desires of our heart. I believe we are called to move on the dreams and the visions that are in our heart. And we're called to make plans from those desires, from those dreams, from those gifts that were planted inside. Visions, dreams are seeds that were planted there, right? We're sitting here with a whole bunch of seeds in our hand and we're stressing out about, oh my God, which one, which one should I pick? And I think we get really tripped up in trying to pick the right one when, you know, the ability to decide is also a gift. We are called to make a decision and move on instead of worrying about which one. All of the seeds are right all of the seeds are going to come to fruition. They may not all fruit, you know, bear fruit at the same time. So the, the thing I say is I look at the seeds and I say, the ones that are in my hand right now, the ones that are in my heart, which one right now is really calling me? 
Which one am I inspired to give oxygen to, to give life to, to nurture, to cultivate? Which one right now feels like it's pulling on my heartstrings to do something with it? Let me do something with that one instead of stressing if it's the right one. Let me start to move on that one and then allow that one to lead to the next one and the next one and the next one as more and more doors are open. See, I think we get really caught up trying to figure out which one to pick up instead of just choosing choosing one, right? Should I write a book? Should I put a podcast out? Should I do this? I mean, I was in this space for a while, right? Where it's like, God, which one is it? Which, And I heard him. I heard his voice. He's like, Christine, whichever one you want is fine. Let's go. Pick one. Let's go. I will support you. I will give you the structure, but you've got to pick and go. And that was so convicting for me because it, and it was so liberating because I could finally let go of this idea that I had that I, if I picked something, it would be the wrong one that I would somehow get off course. And instead I could lean into, you know, if I just move on the first one, the second one will open and the third one. And right now in this season of my life, you know, podcasting is it, speaking is it. And I'm being, and that opened the doors to write the book and new doors are opening up. So number one, check your heart. The second thing is really, I love this. Proverbs 16, three says, commit to the Lord everything you do. Commit to God everything you do. And he will make sure your plans succeed. That's twice we're told our plans, our vision, our desires will succeed when we come from the right place in our heart and we commit them to him, which means I dedicate, I dedicate my work to you, God. I dedicate my work for something so much greater than just having fame, right? Than just having significance. I dedicate this job, this business, our pocketbook, our bank accounts. I dedicate our home. You know, as as Mark and I are looking at where we're being called to move to North Carolina, this is a season that we're moving our primary home base. You know, in the past, if I'm honest, I always would have thought about, well, what would I like? What do I want in a home? What What about me? What, you know, what do I want my office to look like? And it was all, you know, it was nice. It's nice to dream from that place. But something really shifted in me as I begin to look at this home to say, God, this is going to be really your home. I want this to be a place where things are created that heal people. Things are created that transform people. Whether we're having people over for dinner, we're running live events in our space. Let this really be a space of healing, of nurturing, of community. And I'm telling you that as I begin to lean into my vision that way of what our home gets to be, the vision takes on a life of its own and new resources are coming in to support this vision. New levels of clarity are coming together and it's really exciting to move into the new space, into the new territory, into our new home with this level of vision intact rather than just going, okay, what's in it for us? You know, and we're both being called to level up on this, you know, it's, and really grow. And it's it's been a beautiful point of discussion in our marriage. It's been a beautiful point of discussion in our journey as we're looking at different homes and, you know, why we're choosing what we're choosing now. Because if we were choosing something just to meet our needs, it would be very different than what we're choosing when it's, we want to serve at a much greater level. So check your heart. 
check who's getting the credit. Who is this really for, right? And I got to be honest, you know, in the past, if you would have asked me, like, what was my previous business for? I wouldn't have said, oh, it was to glorify me, you know? But the reality was so much of my brand, so much of my self-worth was wrapped around what people thought of me. The brand had to be a reflection of me. It was my picture on the outside of the building. And this is not to say that there's anything wrong with putting your picture up or you being the brand, but it's the amount of pressure we put on ourselves when we make it about us and we feel responsible for all of it, right? So as I'm leaning into this and I'm like, who's getting the credit here, you know? I can say like, this this podcast is for you guys. It's for to really reach and to, you know, move your heart and stir something inside of yourself. The book I'm writing, you know, it's it's because it's an act of obedience. It's an act of love. And yeah, it's an act of refinement of myself as I sit there and have to, you know, put I put myself through the process of writing and putting myself out there and just being in patience and being in discipline. It's, it's like, it's serving so many purposes, not just one. Right. So I just wanted to give you those two things to lean into. And here's a third one is, you know, really honoring the gifts, honoring the gifts we've been given instead of doubting. Cause when we doubt the gifts that we have been given, Whatever your God-given gifts are, gifts are given, period. They're they're bestowed. You didn't have to earn them. You know, ever since you were young, people said, oh, Christine, oh, you know, John, he's just this way. Like, this is just, it was in you from the beginning. Your gifts have been in you from the beginning. And oftentimes our gifts show up in a wounded state until they're really honored appreciated and dedicated to greater works. Okay. You may have a gift for compassion and overdrive, and it may have been looked, it had may have been manifesting as people pleasing and no boundaries for many, many years. But once you learn to harness your gift and to recognize it as a powerful gift, it is, and to use it for good in a powerful way, watch out right? Miraculous things will begin to happen in your life. So a lot of times we doubt our gifts because either it's something that we have been misusing because we haven't been fully honoring and appreciating its source, or we have been mismanaging because we don't know how to manage it, right? Usually we're taken through a season of trials while we are being taught how to manage our gifts, how to steward our gifts in a powerful way. I hope you got what I said, because that was gold, what I just said. Usually we go through and we have these gifts that are given to us, but number one, we don't realize they're gifts, so we keep doubting them. We keep questioning them. We keep asking God questions, saying, what is my gift, God? What is my purpose? And he's like, yo, I already answered that question. Look at the gifts I gave you. You wanna know what your purpose is? Look at the gifts I give you. How are you using the gifts I've given you? See, we're asking God for answers to questions that have already been answered, right? We're asking God to give us direction, to give us things that have we already been given, but we are not activating within ourselves. So we don't see the manifestation in our life. We don't see the fruit of our work because we're not activating the answers we've already been given right? And our gifts are answers, loves. Our gifts are answers. So what are the gifts 
that you have been given. Maybe you have a gift for speaking, a gift for writing, a gift for, I have a gift for energy. I just do. I have, I have an energy about myself. I've been, I've had it my own entire life. There's been a charisma and energy, a light that once I learned how to harness it, and I'm very much still learning how to do it and bring it to the world. It literally is such a healing energy when I work with clients just to be in that space. And there was so many years where I doubted my gift of energy because I was like, energy, everybody has energy. Everybody has this light. Everybody has this potency. And that wasn't the truth. And so I was doubting God's design and I was looking for something better, something more, you know, powerful in the business world or something more like something someone else had. And it's like, that was not the gift that I was given. So I've had these gifts. And what changed for me was when I really began to honor, respect, and appreciate the gifts that were given to me and acknowledge that what God gave to me was for me. What God gives to someone else is for someone else. And it's up to me to multiply the gifts inside of myself, to respect them, to honor them, to appreciate them, to bring them to the table, and to really do so in a way that does not water them down, right? And to really learn to manage and harness them and channel the gifts so that I'm giving them to other people. Because our gifts are not for us to keep. They're for us to give away. And what's funny is the more we give our gift away and we learn to become good stewards of it, it begins to multiply not only in ourselves but in others. It's beautiful. So today, as we are asking ourselves this question of, am I moving? How do I know what direction to move in? How do I know if I'm making the right calls right now or if I'm moving in the wrong direction? I would encourage you to do a couple things. Number one, lean in, check your heart. Is this seat, is this a dream, a desire, a vision that is from deep within your heart? Not a vision that you have allowed into your heart that really is of the world and you've allowed it to take root into your heart, but it has been there. It is from the depths of your soul. If the answer is yes, then just move towards it and know that you are moving in the right direction. And it's not your job to know all the how, right? Proverbs 69 says, the Lord establishes your steps. He will, he will show you the how. He will show you where to put your step. Your job is just to make plans based on the desire, the vision, the dream in your heart. Go that way. Let him show you the how. We get so tripped up and needing to know the process of everything and having to control the process and needing to have certainty. But here's the other thing I know is if we're in the familiar, we're not leaning on God. God comes into play when we need him. Like we're walking the edge of our comfort zone. We are like right up against the edge of what we know we can handle in terms of comfort, discomfort. And we are right there. We're like walking a tightrope and we have to hold on to the spirit for dear life. We have to hold on to the spirit. And we are really, our senses are turned on and tuned in. So if you're in the comfort zone and it's safe and it's comfortable and you have security and you know exactly every step of the way, you are not going to need to walk with the Spirit. You're going to be walking by your own accord, your own understanding. This is why I love to be in the unknown. When I'm in the unknown and I'm on my edge and I'm uncomfortable and I'm having to hold on to God's hand to lead me, Every one of my senses has to be turned on. So we are heightened. Our vision is heightened. Our hearing is heightened. Our 
instinctual and intuitive senses are heightened because we're outside of the comfort zone, right? We're outside, we're in the place where we are, we have to co-create, we have to walk with the spirit. So that's another way that you know. How do I know? Are you comfortable? If you're comfortable, you're probably not moving in the right direction. If you're cozy and you're comfortable and everything's predictable and all the plans are clear for you, you're probably not in the right place. It's time to move to the place that requires you to be on your edge, that requires you to lean in and do things differently than your own understanding knows how to, that requires you to make it about something more than just yourself, right? And so leaning into that and make a decision, you know, when we are given options, options are great. Pick one and move forward knowing that you're supported. Here's the other thing I know is that if this is not the exact thing, as long as you're moving from the right place of your heart and you're moving in alignment with your gifts and you are moving and you're honoring your gifts, this thing It may not be the ultimate thing you're called to do, but it will lead you to the next thing, which will lead you to the next thing, which leads you to the next thing. And everything is like a stepping stone. You know, where I stand today, the work that I'm doing today was decades of stacking, of moving in the right direction. You know, I think back to when I was in my teens and I was going through massive hardship at home. And uh, I really relied on athletics. You know, that time going to the gym saved my life. You know, we were losing our house. My dad was plummeting, you know, into alcoholism. We were losing our, our home. We were having to move out. Everything was getting, you know, the bank was coming, taking everything. This was just as I was ending high school, heading into university. It was a really tough time. And I remember really leaning on athletics, soccer, track, working out in the gym. Just really, I was so you know, enamored with just getting stronger, getting stronger, getting stronger physically, which was also spiritually making me stronger. And those those years of really leaning on athletics are what opened the door to me becoming a personal trainer. And to me, you know, later coming into triathlon training and going to world championships. And then that opened the doors to me opening my own holistic health and wellness studio, you know, which I ran for 10 years. And, you know, I did that for a season of life when it was the right thing at the right time. It wasn't the being an end all. It wasn't the ultimate vision, but I was in alignment with the dream. And, and that opened the doors to allow me to really work with people to understand their energy bodies and that, you know, all physical conditions that I saw in the studio, whether it was weight gain, autoimmune diseases, chronic pain, recurring injuries, 99% of them had mental, emotional, or spiritual roots. And so after all those years of me looking at people, you know, whether it was giving people diet plans, you know, when women struggled with their weight for their entire lifetime, let me tell you, it was not because they did not know what to eat. It was because emotionally they felt abandoned, rejected, unwanted, undesired. At the core, they had pain that was unresolved and food just became a coping mechanism to hide, you know, to relive their shame, to to hide from the pain. And so that journey of 10 years of owning that bricks and mortar facility and working with all those people just opened the next doorway for me to work with people at an emotional and spiritual and a mental, emotional, spiritual level to uncover what was really going on, but below the superficial stuff 
that was was happening, you know, the marriage that's falling apart, the body that's gaining weight, whatever, and to be able to work at a root level with people. And then that work, you know, the aligned experience that was birthed from that and getting to work with people at this root allowed me to go even deeper into the spiritual realm because at our core, we've got to get to know our soul. We've got to get to know God, right? And that opened the door to the work I'm doing today, the retreats I'm running, the book that's being written, the podcast, like you can see everything just kept stacking, 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 stacking when you walk in the spirit. And yes, it was a lot of things I did that were out of alignment and no, it was not harmonious and it was not in flow the whole time because I spent a lot of time fighting the spirit, fighting the flow. I spent a lot of time operating from pressure because I still was trying to control everything because I still wanted to know I wanted to be comfortable. But the reality is, you know, I spend way less time today out of sync with the music. I spend way more time in flow, honoring the rhythm, the divine orchestration, the divine timing, because I've come to a new understanding because I'm not moving through my own understanding, but I'm really trusting in God, you know, with all things as he takes me into the unknown. I'm leaning heavily on this universal wisdom, this universal intelligence, this universal understanding. I am really giving him the credit and the glory for my work and dedicating the work to him. And it is so life-giving, you guys. I'm telling you, it is so life-giving and it is way more fun to move in this space. So as we wrap up today, I just wanna, you know, hopefully you walk away with a couple things. Is number one, if you've been doubting, am I moving in the right direction? My loves, check your heart. Are you chasing the dreams and the visions God has placed in your heart, deep in your heart? Are you chasing the world's vision? That's number one right? You know, you know which one it is. It's time to get it right. If you're chasing the wrong things, get it right. Start chasing, like start tuning into those dreams, desires, and visions deep in your heart. Number two, check who's been getting all the credit. Have you been getting all the credit for your work, all your trophies, all your achievements, all your awards? Have Is your pride, has your pride been running the show? Has your pride been needing to control? Has your pride been needing to get its way? Or are you really here to give glory, to, to, to celebrate something much bigger than yourself? You're here really in service and submission, you know, to something much greater than yourself. Because if you're in submission to something much greater, you don't need to worry about if you're moving in the right direction. You just move. The third thing I want to leave you with is, are you doubting your God-given gifts? Are you still trying to compare yourself to other people's gifts? Are you still trying to wait for God to give you something that he's already given you and it's time for you to honor God's design instead of question his design? It's time for you to get moving and start using what he gave you instead of waiting for something else that's not coming. Start using what he gave you and he will multiply the things within you that you don't even know are still waiting to be revealed. There are gifts inside of me, I know, that are waiting to be unlocked. But I know this, the more I honor and use the ones that I am aware of, the, fat, the, the more I see new things unlocking in my life. Things that I didn't know were there are starting to come to the surface because I honored the ones that I was aware of. All right, so here's the thing, love. The seeds are the same, whether you were five years old, 15 years old, or you're 50 years old today, the deep desires in your heart are unchanging. I do believe that they evolve, but they're unchanging in the sense that 
you know, they, you can go back and you know they were always there. Give them oxygen, give them space. The first step of co-creation I said a few episodes ago was to give things space. When you give things oxygen, you just begin to acknowledge them. You begin to give them space in your schedule. You go for a walk with your vision. You start dreaming. You start talking to God about it. You start talking to other powerful co-creators about it. Not because you have to figure it out, just because you're giving it oxygen. Begin to nurture, nurture the dreams, nurture your gifts by honoring them, by giving them away, by by asking questions, by celebrating them. You think about, you know, when I think about nurturing, I think about my daughter, you know, she's 18. She called me yesterday. She has some dreams. She has some desires. She's starting her new Arbonne business. She wants to do all the things right now. You know, she wants to do well in school. She wants to start a business. She's working another job. She wants to invest. And I said, babe, you're 18 have fun, play, nurture one thing at a time, you know, because she was creating all this pressure for herself that she was not receiving any oxygen. She felt stifled. She was crying. She said, mom, I need to break. I need to breathe. I can't breathe. There was so much pressure these kids are creating. And we do this as adults. I said, babe, give it some oxygen. Let's give some space and let's start to play with these business ideas. Let's just make it a game. Let's have fun with it. And let's cultivate the seeds. And whether you're 18 or whether you're 60, the same thing applies. When we stop playing, when we stop nurturing and we stop being curious and we start getting too serious with ourselves, we start getting stifled. You know, we don't need to talk about things all the time and figure out how to make things happen all the time. We can be in the process of letting these things unfold. We can be in the process of playing, being curious, experimenting, and allowing these things to take a life of their own. Less talking, more being, more experiencing, more playing with it, because that is how you know the potter makes, right? It's on the potter's wheel. Like These things get shaped in motion, not sitting there talking about them, not sitting there stressing about them, but in motion. One of the challenges I often give my clients is actually to talk about their problem less, less words, more experience, get in the play of it, start moving. And it is one of the toughest challenges for them because we are so conditioned as a society to sit around and complain and bitch and moan and complain about our problems, worry about solutions, or try to figure shit out all the time. When that is not what we are called to do. We are called to move in faith, to experience life, and to let things come alive in us and through us. So give it oxygen, nurture it, cultivate it, and then move. Move boldly. Make decisions. Stop asking, which decision should I make? Making decisions is our job. It's not God's job. God's job is to support. God's job is to lead us. God's job is to equip us by allowing us to go through situations. God's job is divine timing and divine order and divine orchestration. Our job is to make decisions. Our job is to move forward. Our job is to take action, right? Sometimes I think we get confused. So what is my role here? What is God's role here? This is how we really learn to dance, right? And so remember, if it's not the thing, the immediate thing in hand, it's going to lead you to the thing. Today, you know, where I am today doing the work I'm doing 
Today, I can honestly say I'm in a place that feels very much in alignment, very much in integrity. I feel like I'm in the dance. I'm so blessed beyond measure. I'm grateful to God every day when I wake up that I get to do the work that lights me up. You know, I'm working with clients. I'm writing books. I'm I'm recording this podcast. I'm running events with my husband. I have the most life-giving relationship. But this is a perfect accumulation. This is a perfect blend of my journey up until this point, the messy one, the places that I took the wrong turn and I took the right turns. It is a blend of all of my life's experiences. It is a blend of my skill sets and it is for sure honoring the gifts. And it's the marriage of all of these things that has created the recipe, you know, the the life that I'm living right now. And so this is my wish and my desire for you guys listening is that you would begin to just Take your journey, you know, take your journey and really honor and celebrate it. Bring your gifts to the table. Stop doubting them. Start using them, right? Yes, you get to bring your skills and your knowledge to the table. You get to do so in honoring your gifts. You get to surrender the needing to know all the right steps and just start dancing. Start walking with the Spirit and let your life be lived like the music and the rhythm that it's designed to be, right? Stop trying to control the beat. Just start to dance to the beat. Um, I think that's a perfect place to end today. My loves, you are being called to stop trying to control the beat, but to start dancing with the beat, with the rhythm of life that is already going on all around you. You just got to ride. You got to be in it. You contribute to it. You add to the beat. Your gifts are instruments that add to the beat, but the beat is already determined. The beat is already determined. So with that, I will leave you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If this resonated with you, I would love for you to share this with a friend. And if you are in a place right now in your life where you know that you are moving, you're being called to move, and maybe you're changing seasons of life, but you're really looking to get support on like, what is this vision that you are fleshing out? What gifts are inside of you that are being unlocked? How do you begin to step boldly into your God-given mission? And you want to have support in really taking this journey. I encourage you to click on the link below. The initiation is designed for people exactly like you, men and women who are ready to rise as as kings and queens to unlock their God-given gifts, to begin to really use them in powerful ways and step boldly into a heart-centered mission. This is where we begin to birth new businesses, new business ideas, new relationships, new ways of doing old things. It is a journey from head to heart for powerful leaders who are ready to love differently, different, and live differently and begins to influence everybody else in your sphere to do the same. So if this is calling you, I invite you to click on the link in the show notes, fill out the readiness factor, check out the initiation. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously as warriors of the heart. My loves, we are here in the great dance and it is our job to follow the beat. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, 
a game-changing assessment tool and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.